Thank you for listening. Today, I've got an article from Laura Perks talking about the holy grail of marketing. What is it? How to plan, prepare, execute, and assess your next crisis communication issue. And a new anti-Twitter free speech social media platform is hilariously overrun with niche porn. Uh, The date is Sunday, July 4th, 2021. The time is 10 a.m. And you're listening to episode number six of Communicate for Effect. You're listening to the Communicate for Effect podcast, covering the strategies and tactics of digital communication. This is the place for a quick weekly download of news, tips, and information to help you become a more effective digital communicator. Now, here's your host, Mike Nicholson. If you're a U.S. listener, happy Independence Day. It's the day we celebrate our independence from the British monarchy. On July 2nd, 1776, the Continental Congress voted in favor of independence. And two days later, delegates from the original 13 colonies adopted the Declaration of Independence, drafted by Thomas Jefferson. So on the 4th, we celebrate with fireworks, parades, barbecues, concerts. It's basically a a nationwide tailgate party. Uh, Because of COVID, this year, we're starting to get back to having a little more sense of normalcy. So there are more events going on. But I also think people, some people are are still being cautious with some states having lower vaccination rates than others and, and the COVID Delta variant making a push. But we're in a much better place than we were last year at this time. So Laura Perks has an article in the Entrepreneur titled, Social media seems like the holy grail, but this marketing strategy is even more important. I'll put a link to her article in the show notes. So what is the holy grail? Well, it's PR. Uh, The subtitle of the article is, quote, often overlooked tactic enhances reach, raises brand awareness, and drives new customers and clients to your business. Now, I, I wouldn't necessarily call PR a tactic, although I don't really like how most marketers and PR people use the term strategy or tactic. In general, I think comms people use those terms a little too loosely without defining it. So as an example, uh, on this one, I got hung up on the title of the article, which says this marketing strategy and the subtitle, which says often overlooked tactic. Uh, maybe it's my my military mind. I, I see this all the time. So it's one of the things I'm, I'm kind of working on on my own side is a communication framework that that helps classify a communication strategy, an operation, a tactic, et cetera. That said, um, I do agree with her premise that marketers often overlook some of the aspects of PR, like press operations and media relations. It, it's harder to do. It takes more time, more preparation, and it takes some other skill sets. Um, she says, quote, PR isn't always easy to measure, which potentially adds to its downfall in the ROI stakes, but it's still a tactic that should be employed and a muscle that should be flexed as part of your communication strategy. Very true. Um, although some of the PR software that's available does give you some good metric options. Uh, I'll, I'll put a link in the post I did on uh, PR software that discusses this in the show notes. Most of her article aligns PR with making a pitch to the media, 
which I'll say is really just one aspect of public relations. If you take a look at the PRSA website, the Public Relations Society of America, they define public relations as a strategic communication, a strategic communication process that builds mutually beneficial relationship between organization and their publics. And some of the things it includes in the definition of PR is corporate communications, crisis communications, executive communications, internal and investor communications, marketing, integrated marketing, media relations, content creation, events, social media, multimedia, reputation management, speech writing, brand journalism. So while I agree with the main point of the article, I just think that the scope of PR as discussed in the article is a little too narrow. On June 29th, I wrote an article titled Crisis Communication, How to Plan, Prepare, Execute, and Assess Your Next Crisis. This is one of those articles that I will call an overview article. Um, I've got a number of experiences in crisis communication that I will eventually write on to provide vignettes, but I think I need to get a few of these type of overview articles complete on my, my newish updated website before I, I dive into some of the specifics and pro, uh, you know provide examples. So in it, I use the plan, prepare, execute, and assess framework for how to approach your crisis communication plans. It is the method I used in the Army, and I still continue to use, and it works pretty well as a framework for organizing your comm activities. In the plan section, it's really develop your top 10 crisis list. What are the next 10 issues that your organization, you know, your organization is going to deal with? Is it a leadership issue, a mechanical failure, a data breach? There are items that are generic to all organizations. And then there are items that are specific to your industry. But the goal is to get a variety of people from your organization, no matter how big or small your organization is, into a room and come up with a list of your top 10 crisis issues that you think you'll have to deal with in the coming years. Then I, I, I list out some of the items to think about at this stage, such as identify your response team, identify your, your comm team actions, identify organizational leadership actions, your key spokespeople, the key messages to be communicated, platforms to reach your primary and secondary audiences, identify the sequence of actions that are to be taken, internal comm requirements, uh, media contacts required. For preparation, you have to document the plan, identify some of the details, and then rehearse. Every rehearsal is an opportunity to get the organization familiar and accustomed to the plan, as well as a chance to then improve the plan. For execute, I outline some of the things to do when you're in the middle of a crisis. If you have done the planning and preparing, you and the organization should not have the hair on fire mentality that you would if you didn't do all that planning and prep. Uh, there should be a better sense of control, understanding of who should do what, and you should be really making better decisions because you've burned some gray matter, you know, you've thought and planned on the crisis or at least the similar event that will allow you to pivot off of a standing plan. And then for assess, go back and, and look at how you did once, once the crisis is over. 
look at your data, conduct an after action review, and try to look objectively at how you did so that you can document it, get better, and then you begin the plan, prepare, execute, and assess cycle all over again. Finally, if you need a laugh, there is a new anti-censorship social media platform set up by Jason Miller, a former Donald Trump aide, and the site has already been overrun with with niche porn. So Getter, G-E-T-T-R, advertises itself as holding freedom of speech as a core value. The article cites Will Summer. He's a Daily Beast reporter who says, quote, QAnon fans were initially excited about new MAGA social app getter, but they're growing irate as moderators fail to keep lewd anime pics and the, quote, pig poop balls <laughs> meme out of the QAnon hashtag. Uh, one of the top results now features Sonic the Hedgehog crushing a guy with his feet, quote. <laughs> so the, the QAnon hashtag is being overrun here, just like it was on Parler back, uh, you know, by the K-pop groups back in December when that site was turned on. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Wall Street Journal also reported that the site has received financial backing from a foundation, a foundation tied to a fugitive Chinese businessman. So I assume that this site will fail miserably, uh, but we'll watch as the anti QAnon anti-MAGA groups kind of overtake the platform. I will say it will be interesting to see if this site begins to censor its users, which is what its big complaint against Twitter was. So there you go. And that's it for number six. Thanks again. If you have any questions or comments for me, just go to 46alpha.com and shoot me a note and I will see you all next week. Thanks for listening to Communicate for Effect, a 46 Alpha podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to receive your podcasts. You can find all this and much more at 46alpha.com.